This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So what else? Okay, so Righteous Gemstones. I'm really glad you brought that up, by the way, because I was looking for, for a, a show. Because the comedies are all about 30 minutes. Yeah, it's nice when they're a little short. Um, yeah. I think there's uh, there's a place for it, right? Like, it's nice to not have, we're going to sit down for an hour. Can yeah. I ask Kristen about Lizzo? Because I'm kind of dying. You're over out it. of the yeah. mix. You're out of the Lizzo mix. Forget um, it. Will you tell us what's going on with Lizzo and her response that she put out yesterday? Yeah, so, I mean, her response, I mean, first of all, it was on Notes. If anyone knows what an iPhone Notes <laughs> app is, um, at this point in crisis PR, like the last thing you want to do when you're issuing an apology or in a statement is to do it on uh, iPhone notes. So um, that that means to me that she's not necessarily taking it seriously or she hasn't hired a crisis PR team because honestly, at this point, she needs a crisis PR team to deal with this because the train has left the station. I always say this when the story has gotten ahead of you you're in a lot of trouble because the court of public opinion has already formed. And those court documents, um, of course, they're allegations and they have to be proven in court. Um, already, they speak to some serious allegations if they are true. Um, a lot of sexual harassment, a lot of things that of, you know, Lizzo's always talking about empowerment and that didn't sound right. like a very empowering tour whatsoever. So I think um, her response was a couple of days too late. She probably should have issued a response within that day. Um, I think she was probably hoping another story, another news cycle, whether it was like Donald Trump's arrest or like other stories that are coming out there. Leah Remini you know, is suing the Church of Scientology. I think she was hoping that the headlines would eclipse this. But I think this one is going to be a very big deal for her. And she is going to have to navigate this because that that apology and that acknowledgement of the suit was not going to be enough. Unfortunately. Yeah. And when I read through it, I didn't see any. Um, of the classics that normally go in with a PR company about, you know, I'm sorry that they feel this way or anything. It was all just, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And yeah, like I didn't do that. And you have to acknowledge, like, this is the thing, like maybe you think it didn't happen, yeah. but there are people who feel like that they have a case. And I think the other thing that maybe not everyone has seen several other of her dancers who are no longer on the tour, but who are not a part of the lawsuit went on social media and said, I'm glad these women are speaking up. That was also my experience. I am not a part of this lawsuit. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think that that also, you know, gives, a, adds more fuel to the fire. And that's why I think Lizzo really needs to take this seriously. There was another woman on TikTok talking yesterday saying, that was my experience with Lizzo because guess what? She stole my boyfriend 10 years ago. And she goes, I've been silent for 10 years about this. And that's how she treated me. But, you know, everybody loved Lizzo. And she's like, I just didn't want to be, oh, sound like the, you know, the scorned girlfriend or anything else like that. So because she's, she's like, obviously, it was my boyfriend who left me for her. Yeah. But she's like, Lizzo was horrible to me because her boyfriend at the time was working with her on an MTV show. So it, it's, it's really an interesting narrative because Lizzo has been so beloved for several years now. And this is like a really big challenge for her. She's going to have to try and figure her way out of this. She's going to have to hire a crisis PR team and she's got a lawsuit ahead unless she tries to settle it. Thank you so Just, much for yeah. giving us the lay of the land there. Cause we're, yeah, I love Lizzo. So that's, I really yeah, don't want this to be true. Amazing. Yeah. 
And also, I, I want to add to this. She's been celebrated um, with her show on Amazon, um, and she won an Emmy for it. And I, I think that this crosses over more than just music, too. So I think that th that's why it's going to be really tricky for her to navigate. What the hell are you doing? I'm just mourning Lizzo. I know. You're listening to My Talk FM. What the hell? Oh, sorry. Kristen just always knows all the deets. She about does. Yeah. The well, deets. Cover all these stories. Do you know what I woke up to, by the way? This is kind of wild. What? Just speaking of Leah Remini. Leah Remini is suing the Church of Scientology. Oh, she okay. left a decade ago. They've mm -hmm. spent the last decade. She's been fighting them and winning Emmys, you know, doing exposés on them. Um, they've been harassing her and stalking her, allegedly. And because um, they, they actually create websites. You can see it like they will create websites with your name in it and something derogatory. Um, but they won't trace it back to the Church of Scientology. They like to cover their tracks. I wrote an article the other day um, and they saw it up on YouTube, the Church of Scientology. And I woke up to a very terse email from their publicist. Let me just read like the first couple lines because I was like, oh. That's interesting. Um, and it kind of gives you an idea of what some of these people who do leave Scientology kind of endure. And it just said, your article on Leah Remini. And she wrote, Kristen, you published a story without coming to the church for comment. Please update your story and headline with the church's statement attached. Publish the statement in full. The statement is also available at this website. And the statement is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paragraphs. Oh, my God. And they're demanding God. that the, that is published in full um and the very first line of their statement is the lawsuit is ludicrous and the allegations are pure lunacy remini spreads hate and falsehoods for a decade and is now offended when people exercise their right to free speech exposing her for what she is an anti-free speech bigot whoa that's a little harsh yeah um hmm. so i don't we will probably put just say that they made a statement back, but, uh, you know, and update the article, but it's really interesting. And I mean, that must've been sent. Let me see what time it was sent too, because I was like, I was up pretty early. Look at that purple phone. That's pretty snazzy. Snazzy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was sent 10 30 PM last night. So they are working overtime trying to find every article and every writer of those articles to try and get that statement inserted. We should bring this up again next week because I have no idea what Scientology even is. I know it's some kind of fake religion or something. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> because I'll... they are recognized by the government oh, as a okay. church. Right. Um, so they don't pay taxes and they own a majority of the real estate in Clearwater. Um, they own a majority of the real estate of like large commercial property in Hollywood. I don't think people realize that. And um, there is a fabulous documentary by Alex Gibney called Going Clear. So maybe oh, we that's can right. The clear that. thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if everyone's seen it, but yeah, it gives it's a really real good. kind of like yeah. 101 on Scientology. And, and Leah Remini's series, which was on A&E, fantastic. That first oh, really? season, okay. unbelievable. Giovanni Rabisi's part of that deal, I think. I really love yes. Giovanni Rabisi. Elizabeth Moss. Oh, okay. Um, which is, I always find astonishing. Jenna Elfman, um, you know, and some people won't talk. John Travolta, John Travolta kind oh, of skates by. Tom Cruise is like the second in command of right. Church of Scientology right. too. But we can do maybe a deeper dive on this next week. I know I'm running over. So, um, but talk a little bit more about it because it really is controversial. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, you have Danny Masterson who was just um, convicted. Right. 
of raping several of the Scientology, and now they're ex-Scientology members, but. What a nice outfit it sounds like over there. Jesus. Mm-hmm. They sound like pleasant people to do. They really with. do. All right, young lady, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, have a great weekend. We shall take a break, ladies and gentlemen. You too. You too, Kristen. Thank you very much. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. The lovely and talented Chris Eggert joins us next on the show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury she was very happy with the job dave did if you have a work-related injury and have dave represent you i'm betting you'll be happy too dave is a down-to-earth guy he grew up in northern minnesota rides a harley and worked various jobs doing concrete electrical plumbing roofing and carpentry work dave works for people with work-related injuries if you work construction or anywhere for that matter and you're hurt or even just hurting you should talk to dave let's face it our bodies wear out if your body is worn out from work if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work do what mary did call dave and talk to him about it that bialki law to set up a free initial consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com you need to know a guy for your auto repairs legal issues banking and more the same goes for investment advice you need a guy to help you be successful someone you can trust who gets results well i got a guy for you Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. 
With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. We are with, uh, I tell you, I got to be honest with you, I'm watching the news this morning. And I will say this, and I know I might mention it once in a while, but I, uh, I tune into pretty much all of the news channels to listen to a couple of minutes before I watch, because I watch your entire newscast. I lasted about 15 seconds on both Fox and CNN this morning because they were just off on these tangents. It's like, I don't want to hear this. How horrible the world is. Yes, I understand. And then, of course, I tuned to Channel 5 just in time to catch the news. And there's this, uh, this stunningly handsome fellow wearing this tan jacket. That's a good-looking jacket, brother. I like that jacket. <laughs> I thought Megan and I looked like uh, like a southern preacher, like from uh, <laughs> that show that Kristen was talking about. Righteous the, Gemstones. Yes. Oh, yeah, like, I thought we looked like, in fact, during the commercial break, I went into this whole bit, and I'm like, Megan and I are so happy to have this <laughs> And the good Lord brought us here. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I thought so you I, looked I, good. I went on a bit for like five minutes during the commercial break on that, but thank you. But it fit really well. It was well constructed. I thought it was a good look for a preacher. It was a little out of my normal black coat, black tie. Yeah, it was very summery, I guess. How often do you have to buy new clothes for for being on TV? Well, guys don't have as much of an issue as women do, unfortunately, because viewers are very fickle when it comes to what um the females seem to wear that's kind of the way it seems to work i honestly could wear the in fact some anchor guy did this somewhere a couple years ago he wore the same jacket every day for like a year just to prove a point and nobody knew the difference right there you Mm -hmm. go so i i i could do it more often than i probably do but yeah. Well, I'm not so concerned about the way anchormen dress, but I will tell you this right now, Chris Eggert. These yeah. unprofessional hacks who put their hands in their pockets, I cannot handle the anchors who are on TV with hands in pockets. Do you know how unprofessional and unkept you look when you put your hands in your pockets? It's true. It is true. You guys obviously did not see the post that Chris Egger put up yesterday. He got an no. email from a listener who was angry and told him to stop putting his hands in his oh, pockets. Oh, I was like, Rudy, because- is this true? I was <laughs> no. so it is thrown true. on. No, no but I no. meant like I thought Rudy felt no. this way, and I was like, you guys are being ridiculous No, of course right not. Now. No, the post was, I, I thought it was very <laughs> funny because what a weird thing to critique somebody on, a newscaster putting his hands in his pockets. Uh, it's a fair piece of criticism. Is it though? Really? Stop. So, You're being... So, um, what this person emailed, and I've gotten a couple emails about putting my hands in my pockets now. So uh, I had a dude call my news director about three months ago and accuse me of playing pocket pool during the freaking sure. newscast. Whoa. Oh my god! <laughs> of course. 
That's it not was, professional. I'll like, say that. It was very detailed, and I was like, oh, my God. He was anyway. that, that, That's a kink of his. He was mm-hmm. obviously – because that that's, has to – that's weird. That's super weird to think yeah. right about he, that. He was asking the news director if Chris could play it more while he was on the air. That's yeah. so mm-hmm. weird. Oh, that email is so gross. Oh. Tom, do you, now that you're doing this on camera, do you, I don't know, do you give that any like thought? Like what? Give what a thought? Well, they're like people are seeing you versus just hearing you, which had kind of normally been the way it was for you. The only problem I have with being on camera this week is because for the fifth straight day, you and I are wearing the same color. Well, you're kind of more bluish. He's more blue, yeah. Yeah, he's more is that bluish. Purple or is that blue? It's pur- purple, purple yeah. yeah. Oh, it's purple. Yeah, it's a little more blue, but the lovely fluorescent light that's thrown down upon me here right now. Is but it's close it enough, is what I'm saying. It's because we're uh, we're separated at birth, Tom. You yeah, and I. <laughs> that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Do you have any shirts like the one Chris is wearing right now, Tom? Because I feel like this is the sign of a made man when your collar and your cuffs are a different color oh, than are the actual they? shirt. The inside of the collar? Yeah, because you have a white. You see what I mean? You have white on the outside, and then that is also white on the inside. That's mm-hmm. that hammer made, yeah. baby. I, I, this, is, this is a sponsored right here. This sponsored shirt right here. Yeah, That's there hammer you go. made. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. Because I like when I see Bob Kraft walk out uh, into a press conference, and he's got the blue shirt with the white collar and the white cuffs. I'm like, God, that guy looks like he's so put together. I do like that look, but yeah. I think it's kind of old school. Yeah, that's why. But it works, you know? Yeah. Have you ever had to wear a tie, Tom? No. How many, do you own ties? Mm, I got a bunch of ties, but I never, ever wear a tie. I, I haven't worn a sport coat in years. Yeah. Didn't There's you have a- one on at that? You did it a, you did a, um, you spoke at an event several months ago um, where you're giving a award to some young people, as I recall. Was it like in Anoka County? Or, I, I can't quite remember. I thought you might have had a suit on or a, a sport no. coat on for that. No. no? Oh, you mean you were up the up in Anoka, that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't wearing a. I was just wearing a regular outfit. I might have oh. had a vest on though. That maybe that's what you saw. I might have had a vest oh. on. Nice. That was a very nice. That was a very nice event. They do a nice job with that whole deal. It seemed up there. like it was. Yeah. No question about it. It's very very pleasant. But yeah, I just. Uh, I think the last time I wore a tie was when I was at the National Radio Hall of Fame. That was what six years ago now. Well, that's a that's a big deal. That's worth a tie. Yeah, I guess. I walked in and went, hey, that's great. Thanks. Goodbye. Well, uh, because that's, I mean, you know, nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants to, I mean, God forbid you feel good about your career and like accepting, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. I it. It's so Minnesota and you're like, uh. Well, there's one guy who's a night guy at, at WLS. What the hell was his name? Oh, John Landecker. He went on and it was like. And after that five uh, paragraphs, let me move on to page two, as I, and then I'll read this for about an hour, and then I'll go on to page three. It's like, oh, Jesus God. Christ. You were horseshit on the air anyway. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, then, uh, Tom's out there with a big hook, blowing him off. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> God, the egos on some of those people. That, that I will tell you. I've never talked about that, but the egos on some of those people. Oh, God. That- that's why I've never once gone to the Emmy Awards. Um, oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, I've never gone because I know. <laughs> Not your deal. I know people in my industry well enough that I would be so irritated sitting there. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. no you're, I, that ain't you're right. You're right. 
And I, I just, I don't know. It was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It's a, a great honor, obviously, and all yeah. the rest of it. But, but it's just, some people just can't handle it. Did you never win a ball game as a kid? I mean, is this the first well, thing you no, ever won? No, because that's, no, because that's why they got into this. Yeah, right. That's true. You're probably right. Yeah, they're like death gripping to that podium. They're like, this will be the last right. time anyone's forced to listen to me. I needed the I needed the crowd to keep cheering after I got done in high school, and this is the only way I could get it to happen, right? I like guess. I, it's, but no, I think it, yeah, I, I yeah, you're you're leaning more blue with that shirt. I'm leaning more. I, one thing I did just notice since I lost all that weight on that MN fat loss deal, this shirt's a yeah. little too big for me. It does look a little. Yeah, it's way too big. As but it's more fact. comfortable that way. I hate I, wearing. I love it. Just, you're right. You're supposed to wear them tight. I think it's so uncomfortable. No. Brittany, does your husband wear tight shirts? Yeah. And don't tell me too much detail. I don't. In detail. Like, oh, I'll tell you it, as much detail as that email about playing pool. I'll tell you that. Oh, you just missed Hannah. She went Did by. Hannah go by? You just missed her. Hey! Where are you, where are you going? Get back here, Hannah. sister. She's busy. <laughs> not busy. Get, get yourself some snacks, girl. I got to get my snack. I just ate an omelet, so I got to get some more snacks. I want you to do um, me a favor. got to pack up my stuff. I need a big favor from you. Okay, you're, here comes a big favor I need. Okay. I was watching you this morning talking about the traffic. Okay? Stop okay. pointing to my house. You were pointing right at my house. Yeah, Hannah. Cut the comedy, sister. Where do you live? I'm not telling you a thing. <laughs> okay, I'll look at where I'm pointing. I'll go back and watch their check and see every That's area. Gonna... Where I'm look, this, there's a jackass that lives right here. You see this area? <laughs> yeah, great. I make an icon for that, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put a big way, lump of coal right there. By the way, look at the color of uh, Hannah's outfit. We got dark blue. We got blue. We got purple. We got all the pastels, very, baby. We all we do look very yeah. well color coordinated. <laughs> we really yeah. do. It's true. It's yeah. purple blue Friday. That's what it is. I but like no, that. I, I thought your traffic report was good. Not a lot of traffic this morning. That was good. Thank you. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. I should do like put stars like you know the where the stars live. Oh like, yeah. All of, your, all of your guys' houses. Oh, I, yeah, good. Okay. Finding a star in Minnesota is going to be. No, I think you're, you could just go ahead and make Tom's. I'll send you his address. We get a very specific yeah, star. I'll yeah. get his address. Yeah, I, got you. I got you guys. Don't worry. Hannah, keep up the great work and give Brady a cuddle for us. Brady. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Hannah. Bye. Um, yeah, have a good day. As you know, riveting detail, I'm going to tell you uh, Justin's fit in um he likes things a little tighter he doesn't like like he recently has accepted that he might be more of a large he's like a medium or a large in guys shirts and uh he doesn't like oversized stuff at all hmm. isn't everything I, oversized when you're a medium it kind of feels that way i mean it kind of is sometimes it? i'll like think i'm gonna have like a really cute moment and put on like his sweatshirt of like i'm like a little girl in a sweatshirt and i'm like this fits too well <laughs> <laughs> There you Rudy, have it. Rudy, you wear pretty tight shirts. You got the guns out, got the tats showing. It's a good look for you. Uh, I'm right in between, and it's tough because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a medium, and if I go, if it's too tight, then I go to a large, but then it's too big. I'm kind of sloppy. Yeah, yeah. And it just, I, so I would much rather have a shirt that is a little bit bigger, but I, there's really nothing in between for my size. It's either I look like I'm purposely wearing a shirt that's super tight, or I, I look like I don't know how to dress myself. 
Yeah. Hmm. That's a quandary. Yeah. Here we are. Well, you're not getting much of an argument from these two. That's real nice. Yes, yeah, you're I right. Get it. No, it is. I, I'm the same way. I don't. I. I should. Pro- I, I'm more comfortable in an extra large. Yeah. But I usually wear a large, and sometimes it like man boobs and beer gut hanging out. And I'm like, oh, the only God. one I really like that's a, when it's a little bit bigger is a hoodie. I like an oversized hoodie. Just yeah. one step up. It feels good and comfortable, yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I still can't wear hoodies. Everybody no? that wore a hoodie in my neighborhood was a, a robber or a thief. So you just feel like that's um, not your... It's not my deal. Not your deal. I, I don't know. That. I don't think I want anything covering my noggin other than a hat anyway. I don't know. Are they com- I suppose they're comfortable. Oh, yeah. They're the best. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that. I, I have to give a hoodie a try. Uh, and I like the zip-up hoodie. I don't like the pullover hoodie. Controversial oh, take. Yeah, because that the, is. because the zip-up hoodie, easy when you get hot, easy to take off. So pullover. what is that? So it just has the zipper that goes all the way up the oh, front. Oh, there. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I okay. like the look of the. I don't like the zipper all the. But it, the the actual practicality no, of no. the zipper. This is how I know you're not like me. I like to take a nap. Anytime I can, mm-hmm. and having a zipper right there, center mass does not work. Like I, because I lay on my stomach and I don't want a zipper pushing on my oh, body. Oh sure. So I like to, I like to be enclosed that at any moment I can take a nap in, and that's mm-hmm. just not going to vibe for me. That's both valid points. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tom. I'm going to get you a uh, hooded sweatshirt for with Hannah's picture on it. With a zipper, <laughs> he'd wear that. He with a zipper, you can zip right uh, through. Zip her right face. through her God, face. No, let's not. Yeah, Hannah. Yeah, what do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just split her face right down the middle. Let's not. Uh, okay. She's out of the room, isn't she? <laughs> she's terrific. She really she is. is terrific. She's on so nice. lovely. Yep. It's good to have her back. Very nice. Well, you got a good crew there in the morning. You really do. Uh, we do, we, and uh, we all like each other, which you know. Uh, legitimately care about each other, which is cool. Well, I've always liked the people I work with, as you know, because over the years for listen, you years, know, you, it's hard to fake it if it's not there. And oh, I'm and, pretty good at faking at times, you know. My <laughs> you've got tells. <laughs> I got. You've, you've got, got tells. tells. Well, yeah, I've worked with a couple of psychopaths that I just couldn't even pretend to like them. There's no question about it's that. It's hard. It's hard to like be in that. A couple of times, Megan and I have gotten in a little like tiff about something. Oh, which really? Is, which is it was stupid stuff yeah, too. Like it always nothing, is. Nothing to do with anything. And granted, we spend more time with each other than our own spouses, right? So right. And and it was like two or three days where we weren't really talking to each other. It oh. was really hard. I did not like it at all. I was like, oh my god, I can't imagine being that close to somebody and working that closely with them and just like not getting along with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not but easy. I'm, I'm a Midwesterner in that sense. Like I have a hard time. I don't know. Don't, don't like when there's conflict or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people in town, especially in media that will put up with a lot with each, with each other. Yeah. Cause we're pretty good at it. But I don't know. For me, when I get to a point with somebody, and I'm I'm totally a pushover on most things. I'm easy to work with at times. But there are some times when it gets to a point. I'm when I'm done. I'm done. I don't care how much I have. If I have 18 months left on my contract, it will be the most silent 18 months of your life. <laughs> I will not talk to you. I will just get my stuff done. I will do yeah. the bare minimum to get through this. Because when I was at KS95, like I knew those last that last year was going to be brutal. Because I just I was so tired of it. I love yeah. yeah I, I, a couple of people I worked with were great. A couple were difficult. Management was amazing. 
But I was like, I'm so done with two or three of you. And I, I never talked to him. The day I left, I never said goodbye. I never got a text. I was like, great. I'm glad that our twains are finally parting because yeah. I can't do this anymore. But isn't that pretty? That's the usual deal, though. Well, again, I was in my last job for 37 years. So I guess I haven't gone through that very much. But uh, not one person in that building called to say goodbye to me. Not one. No kidding. And it's because of a bunch of kiss-ass sugar tits. That's why. It's not because they didn't like me. They were just too afraid that somebody might find out they were being nice to me. Oh, I went to a going-away uh -oh. party of a coworker of ours. Mm -hmm. Six months, one person did not talk to me because I went to their going away party. There you go. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, could, they <laughs> confronted me the day after. The going away party was Saturday. When I got to work on Monday, this person pulled me aside and said, I heard you went to Shannon Hawley's going away party. I was like, yeah. Why? Because she's what? my friend? Yeah. Because I, I worked with her for a year and a half? Why? Well, what's the difference? People. Also, it's on my time. I'm not here right. on your clock. Right. Why do you give yeah. a shit? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, six months this person would not talk to me because I went to somebody's going away party. Are you still friends with the person who wouldn't talk to you for six months? Oh, no, I have not talked to this person at okay. all. Okay. All no. right, good. Yeah. Because no, no, no. that would be brutal to yeah. have a friend that is worried about things he, like that. I would never have a friend that would do that. No. That's how I know that we're, we're good apart. Yeah. Absolutely. See, yeah. I just brought a, a, a lawn sign and put it up in front and said, you guys all suck. And then I just drove away. You know, Nailed it. No, there's a lot of ass kissing in radio and television and I suppose even in podcasting. That people just suck up and it's just, ugh. I think there's ass kissing everywhere. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I do feel like when it comes to things like airtime and that yeah. it's a different dynamic for people um, and a different kind of ass kissing. But they do love to kiss ass, man. They think it's, oh, I can get a head bite. I can't do it. Like I said, if I tried to kiss ass, my mouth would stop working. It just, I can't do it. it, it it's hard. I, I agree. I can, yeah. I I'm fine with it. Whatever. I'm good at it. <laughs> Actually, you're not even good at that I'm either. not even. Yeah. That's another thing you're not good at. That's another thing you <laughs> suck at. Okay. <laughs> Let me write. I have a note somewhere that says yep, you. I got a list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brittany's list. I just right had there. yesterday the theme was, Brittany, do better, just broadly across good. the board. Mm -hmm. so good thing. We're still working on that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's funny. It's like I always try to have enemies, people that I hate, because I know that like that fuels other people. So I'll be like, oh yeah, like this person wronged me, whatever. I can't hold on to grudges very long because once I get to know it's a waste of time. Well, once I get to know any detail yeah. about them, like oh you're a dad and you miss your kid and oh whatever, I'd be like, okay, fine, I kind of like you. It's I can't hold on to them for very long, but oh. My husband, Justin, he literally can hold on to a grudge for a lot. And it's, like, really? impressive. It's, like, the people don't even know what's going on. And, like, he's just, I, I go, he's like, I love my grudges. I, he would hold on. He just, that's what keeps him motivated. Uh -huh. I don't know. Can't do it. It's a waste of time for me. I, I wouldn't waste my time on holding a grudge against somebody. Just get the hell away from me. Yeah, but you have people in your life for sure you're done with. Oh, there's no question about that. But I. You know. I feel like people could at any point still pull up to my house and be like, can I eat dinner? I'd say, yeah. Come in By in. the way, if those people end up dead, I didn't do it. I know. We have, that's why you need an alibi. Every 10 minutes. <laughs> you need an alibi. Every 10 minutes you need to buy something, no matter what, just for the receipt and proof that you were there. Yeah. Don't you think you've worked with great people and some real raving assholes? Yeah, but I also, do. it's also everyone has their point of view. Like they, I don't care about their point of view. Get the hell away from me. Get your own show. But like their narrative is they're not right? the bad guy. 
Oh, I know. Oh, they think they're not the bad guy. Yeah. I can name one in particular. What an asshole that man was the whole time I worked with him. He just thought he was something special. It's like, I literally finally had to walk up and go, I'm sorry, and I hope you don't start crying, but you're horrible. Stop running around here telling people this, that, and the other. What a terrible person you are. And he just looked at me like, oh. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing for, how's it, how, how, how are things going living in the fifth wheeler? So anyway, moving forward. Well, you know I do it. this I'm because of Edgar. You, so. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Thanks. You know Bye, I do Chris. that because of you. You know I do that because it makes you cringe every time, <laughs> Mr. Happy Pants, as it says on yeah, your picture today. I, I, that was just for you guys. Happy Friday. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Chris Eggert. Now, see, there's a guy I think the world of right there. I hate him. He's, my, hate he's my work Eggert. enemy. I need one. <laughs> Don't you just, the one thing I, about radio that I hate the most is when you're trying to set something up and get something going, and then one of the people that you're working with or two of them get together and they go, let's go to management and see if we can. It's like, get away from me. Yeah. You know, we already went through this. Shut up to do your job. Yeah. All right? This is why you fail miserably at everything you try Everything to do. I do. <laughs> Not but, you, them. But I'm consistent. Consistently swinging and missing. Yep. Is that what you're saying? Consistently suck. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or the website and listen for at least one hour a day and be entered to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert at Target Field. That's on August 10th. My God, that's... That's only six days away now. Jesus, August 10th already almost. That's wild. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win. Tickets are compliments of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. That's a hell of a deal, don't you think? Mm-hmm. We have to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. More news follows right after this. This is the Tom Bernard I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. May as well check the weather here, see what the situation is. Partly to mostly sunny, very warm, but not as humid, with a high today of 88 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, warm, a low of 69. Then Saturday, cooler with partial sun. A few showers, thunderstorms possible. Maybe not, though, especially in the afternoon. High of 80. Then Sunday, mainly cloudy, cooler. Same situation, maybe a scattered shower. Tapering late with a high of 78. As a matter of fact, it is 73 and mostly sunny right now. Very, very pleasant day today, it looks like, because there's not a lot of humidity. Yeah. The humidity dropped way off. Uh, I would like to thank everybody for bringing the subject up uh, because uh, now I'm in a situation where I'm standing. Oh, here comes trouble. I'm standing in the men's room at the urinal, and all these things start flowing through my brain because we brought up that subject. Who brought up that subject? Which one? The Thank one about uh, talking about coworkers and all that. Um, uh, Chris Egger. Yeah, Chris Egger because he's not no, here. So it's a, yeah, we'll, yeah. Say, we'll blame it on him because he's not here. Yeah. I was standing there and it just popped into my head and I got as angry as I did 40 years ago or 30 years ago, whatever it was. Um, when I first went to work at the Q, it was owned by, well, the McKenna's owned it at first, but only for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Disney was, yeah. say, you know, segueing in and all the rest of it and i will never forget i won't say the guy's name because he turned out to be a decent guy but he had to make a point and he's talking to me about something he goes you know tom uh i know we haven't worked together before but i just uh you know just want to mention a couple of things to you that as your superior and i said what he said as your superior i said don't you ever say that to me again your superior really is that what you're there's no superior but like, why is this still bugging you? 
Because I hate that when guys try to act like a tough guy. I bet you hear that kind of crap all the time, don't you? Oh, yeah. Because as big I, as you are. I pay your salary or your blah, 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 blah. <laughs> People say, oh, like, oh, like, like uh, the public. Oh, yeah. I, the, guys, the guys I work with, the guys that are sergeants and chiefs, are phenomenal. That's good. You Glad know, to hear it. But I get it from the public. Oh, I'm Constant. sure you absolutely. Nonstop. Well, because they can lip off to a guy as big as you are, and there's nothing you can do about well, it. Well, especially when you're wearing the, the shield and you know, the, we are civil servants, so yep. we owe them something. That's you know? very, very true. No question about it. Yeah, I don't know. That's I've never been able to tolerate that kind of thing. Just as your even boss. I don't like the word boss either. We got to come up with a new word. Let's invent a new word. I think if you have to demand respect, there you go. Probably didn't earn it, and so it's like one of those things where I feel like you're telling me more about your insight when you say those things to me. It doesn't bug me. People say things like that to me or whatever. If they were to say, you know, as your boss or whatever, it wouldn't bug me. Like it wouldn't hurt my feelings. But I'd be like, ooh. You don't feel the power. Yeah. Coming from your military background, yeah. you, you oh, have true. an yeah. easier Good time yeah. accepting that. And, you know, the mine was a much uh, smaller scale with, with the academy and whatnot. But everyone is sir, everyone is ma'am, doesn't yeah. matter how old they are. Yeah. I don't mind that. There's that automatic respect given yeah. from me immediately. I will automatically give everybody respect, and then you can show me that you don't. I don't even think because I, I would never like not give somebody respect, but you can mm-hmm. show me that you probably don't deserve it exactly, r- exactly. really quickly. But I, I feel like I have I I kind of live now in the mind frame of I don't want the things that like Amy and Dan and our bosses do. Well, my bosses do. I don't want that responsibility. I'm very thankful mm-hmm. that they are our bosses and I I they are amazing at their jobs and I see just some of the work they do, and I go, oh, that would be terrible. I'm at a point where I go, I want to just do my job well. I don't want to pretend like I want to do somebody oh, else's job That's a long way well. to go. Though. I know. I knew that, you were going to say I mean, that. Quite, that's a long <laughs> haul right there. I mean, you know. Well, that, you know, when I first started my career, I thought, well, yeah, I'd be a sergeant and then a chief. That'd be awesome. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. No. no, 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 no Once no, no, no. you start realizing, yeah. I will be yeah. boots on the ground all the time. And, Thank yeah, it's much. just a lot. You don't go, I don't. I don't want to pretend that I want that job or that I would mm-hmm. do it better. Like, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get crabby now, too, because, you know, you were talking about being in the military and all the rest of it. But I've had people do not call me sir, don't call me ma'am. I've oh, had yeah. that a lot. I, but I grew up calling people sir and ma'am, and my mom wanted me to be polite. And I mean it as, a, as respect, not like, why do they not like being called sir and ma'am now? I got pulled well, over on 4th of July weekend. I got a speeding ticket, whatever. It happens. But it was funny. The kid whoa. was... I bet, like, on my part, I'm embarrassed. But, like, he was maybe 20-something. I mean, he was so young. He looked like a baby face. And I still call everybody sir. And you could tell he was super thrown off by that. I'm like, not a problem, sir. I got you. Da, da, da. I knew. But I mean, why? It was just funny because you could just tell it was... I was so much older than him that it felt really, like, you know what... <laughs> It was hilarious because I will always, I always call off, I call police officers, sir, especially because I get really anxious about getting pulled over. So I really tap into military, like, yes, sir, gotcha, sir. I hear this, sir, you know, and you could just tell the, the power dynamic. He obviously was, you know, in control, but it was very odd. For, like, he's not used to it. Yeah. I had a deal down in the front of this building about a year ago 
when I'm walking up and there's a guy behind me and I always do this man, woman, whatever. When I open the door, I hold it open so they can go through first. And he go, I'm holding the door. Uh, and the guy goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm holding the door for you, sir. And he's like, don't ever hold the door for me and don't ever call me, sir. Like, first of all, once you kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, that guy's going through something. Yeah, you're he's, going through something. He's, he's got an issue. Yeah, he's he's got, got, that's I mean, him. somebody in it's his like, life probably maybe have died recently or there was some. Good for him. I'm just saying, you have to go, this is, has nothing to do with you, Tom, and let it go. But it just, why, don't, why didn't he just let it go? Why did he pull the attitude? Yeah. Because I, I was trying to do a favor for the guy, and I'm an asshole because I did a favor just for being, him. That's just general politeness. Yeah. yeah, but we've all been there where something ha- happens big in our life, and we can't get out of our own heads with it. We've all been there. It's no, all I relatable. Haven't. I would yes, never push have. it off on somebody else. Okay. No, uh, other than you ruining my career. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I'm very pissed off about. I, if you can't, please check out our YouTube video to watch Brittany roll her eyes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. She's rolling her eyes over there. No, I don't know. I, I it's a different world. I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be called sir or ma'am. Uh, what What is the problem with that? Well, they just had a big deal with it. Uh, it was about uh, six months ago. We talked about this on the show where they yeah. were saying, stop calling people sir and ma'am because they don't want to be gender identified. Oh, Jesus. Hey, how about, hey, asshole? Can yeah. I do that? <laughs> I just go with that. <laughs> so gender identified. I, yeah. I, I don't care what gender you I are. Big, I couldn't care less. I think the big one when that article, too, was the ma'am versus the miss. That was the big controversy. What was the pro- when, what's the problem with that? Well, you realize that you, you hit a certain age and all of a sudden people start calling you ma'am. We'll call That's, you madame from now on. Madame, how are know. you today? People are freaked when I've called them ma'am. I'm not old enough to be a ma'am. It's like, what? It's, it's like when you look it's... down and you see your hands and you go, whose hands are these? <laughs> oh, they're so wrinkly. Gnarled yeah. things that I got, yeah. Yeah. I made that mistake when I was dating a woman. She showed me this picture and what it looked like an old man sitting at a piano because it was Uh-oh. just piano keys in a set of hands. Uh-oh. And I was like, wow, like you can almost hear the song that old man is playing. And she goes, yeah, th- those are my hands. Oh, God. Uh-oh. <laughs> Check. Uh-oh. Check, please. That's so There wasn't funny. a second date on that one, was there, Rudy? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing might not have been. No, I just don't understand why you would be... Sir, ma'am, hey, buddy. Let's have go, hey, let me get the door for you, buddy. Well, I'm not his buddy, but that's nice of you. Yeah. I don't have any problem with that stuff. I Buddy, pal, whatever. I, yeah, that's, you know, I, I use pal and buddy and boss. I, but I use boss in the um, funny or, funnier way, not yeah. the, you know, you're oh, my right. boss. But, you know, <clears throat> no, exactly. What's up, boss? You know, that kind of stuff. I just, why get upset over that kind of stuff? I will never understand Everybody that. Everybody needs to be you. upset over every little thing now so i guess so you know, i was telling the guys this morning that uh before i got here i was going through all the news stuff uh and then i continue here there's not a lot of positive in the news today i don't know what the hell happened but my god there's a lot of people pissed off about everything i guess it's just the way it is this is the tom bernard morning show the tom bernard morning show streamed every morning on the tom bernard show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.